Welcome to the Freeborn Shard, episode 10, a podcast dedicated to the game Beyond the Gates of Antares by Rick Priestley and Warlord Games. I'm Tim Bancroft in Stonehenge, and whilst normally we'd have Justin Scherer from Melbourne, he can't be with us at the moment. So this episode is in two parts. The first focusing on a few items of news and an interview with Andy Hobday about the big new releases this month and over the coming few months. We've got news of a few events that are going on. First off, there is one tomorrow, December the 3rd, Cauldron Resurgent at Entoyment in Pool. Details are on the Imtel page, or you can have a look at facebook.com slash entoyment for times and how to get there. The main contact there is Dan Ewing, but I think it's all been booked up already. There is another event on December the 10th, intended for beginners as well, at Fort Worth, run by Seth Hall. This will be a Christmas-themed event, with the guard, by the looks of things, being rather Grinch-like. Again, the details are up on the Gates of Antares' Imtel page, and it's probably best to get in touch through Seth. On December the 11th, there is a boot camp day in Nottingham, at Warlord, run by Andy Hobday. This, I think, is already sold out, and we're hoping that Andy Hobday or someone will give us some feedback. On Friday the 16th December is the deadline for the scenario competition. All you have to do is write a scenario with a format as per the book, send it to antares at warlordgames.com and there is a prize. And this last one's a little bit in advance. On March the 18th we're looking at running a Gate Builder Learning Day, the Shamasai Simulations. This is for newcomers to Antares, and whilst we'll be able to provide a few armies for players to use, it would be great if players could bring along their own 500 or 750 point armies. We'll be using some unique training scenarios, and we'll track a weighted faction by faction league table, so we can all see just how each individual faction performs. This will be in Amesbury, near Stonehenge, and experienced players will be on hand to take newcomers through the rules. We'll have more on this later. And now we've got Andy Hobday from Warlord Games on the line. Hello, Andy. How are you doing? I'm great, Tim. How are you? I'm not too bad. was quite pleased when you offered to come on because... Like many people, I want to know about this affordable entry set. What is it? Uh, are you meaning Strike on Kara 9, Tim? Strike on Kara 9. Okay, well, now we know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it's not going to replace the actual starter set that we already have out there, which is the Concord and the Garin. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I need to make that quite clear at the moment. What it is really is it's uh, exactly what you said. It's an introductory set. Uh, series of introductory games into Antares. Wonderful. So simplifying it down. Yeah. Uh, it, sim- simplification is the key. We're not dumbing it down by any means. We're focusing on a number of rules which we which which is taught quite easily and quite accessibly through the game and through the scenarios. And it's done by a group of five scenarios. So each one adds more rules as it goes along. So you start off with a very simple set of rules in the first scenario and then you add on another set of rules and another set of rules. Absolutely, yeah. The first one the first one's just about moving and shooting. Okay. So we're just teaching the first two real 
core rules that you need and only three orders on the dice. Yep. And it doesn't even use full squads. Okay. So the idea is the Concord need to get, uh, they, they landed on the planet, but there's, uh, storms interfering with their transmat beams so as they've landed they become separated so the idea is they have to get across the board to a rendezvous point so it sounds like all the scenarios are actually linked together in a really nice narrative campaign format as well absolutely they are there's a protagonist on each side uh, so uh, there's a there's one for the uh, concord and there's one for the Algren, and uh, it's about their conflict really through the five different scenarios. Oh, wonderful! So you've now actually admitted, which everybody really knew already, that it's actually going to have <laughs> the plastic Algren and plastic Concord in it. It is indeed, yeah. Is that three Algren sprues, two Concord sprues? It is. There's enough. There's enough in there to make three full squads of AI squads for the Algren. Yep. Uh, that's including you've got all the weapons options that you want. So if you want to uh, uh, micro X launches, you can have two in a squad. Each sprue as well has a spotter drone on for the Algren. Okay. So uh, it's it's a complete complete squad. And then the the Concord ones are the sprues that everybody's probably seen by now, which I think are really cool. Oh, I think they're they're great. They ser- they certainly are great with actually a, a C three D one drone as well as a full strike squad on it. It's lovely. Absolutely. That's it. And the, and, the, and the way that with the scenarios it's tailored is uh, it is the three squads of Algren versus the two squads of uh, C3 strike squads and a, and a drone. So it's three, three versus three. Pretty tough game at the end. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the rule book's a cut down version of the rule book with this phased introduction of the rules through these scenarios. What else do you get in the starter set? Well, there's actually two books, Tim, in there. Oh, right. Uh, you get a, uh, a scenario book, which uh-huh. is the first one that you get. It's a real introduction to uh, Antares and to the hobby. Uh, and then it walks you through the scenarios, etc., using the rules that you need. And then uh, the actual cut down rule book is a separate book. Okay. So the scenario book is an A4 book. And then there's an A5 cut down rule book. And it gives you the first, I think it's 64 pages. Don't quote me on that, but it's, it's the first, <laughs> 60, first 64 pages of the rule book up to the end of uh, terrain and scenery. Yeah. So it's a great, that's a real great little A5 rule book if you want to put it in your figure case and take it anywhere with you as well. It sounds it. I mean, that's that makes it really quite portable. I mean, what else comes in the... Uh introductory set well you get all the, all the dice you need of course so there's all all the order dice all the polyhedral dice uh pin markers templates even though you don't use them for the initial scenarios so that's the batter drone templates the overhead template that's the ones yeah we've kept we've kept it very simple though to start with wow yeah we thought or add them in though because you're going to need them later but also what we've put in there is an a1 paper mat which uh, has the on one side the terrain uh for car nine where you're fighting on, and there's going to be two A4 sheets of card with scenery on, 2D scenery, that you can cut out and place on top. So if you haven't got anything at all, you can just set this up on a table somewhere and and play the scenarios. And all the scenarios are based around that size game, uh, around an A1 table. I don't know what to say. I mean, this is £35, you're saying. £35, yes, it's superb value. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, so I know, it's is. bonkers, isn't it? Uh, there, there is a reason for it, though, Tim. I mean, you know, as you know, and I'm sure quite a few people out there know, I, I worked for Games Workshop for quite a long time. Yeah. And uh, when I started with them, I worked for about four years in, in the Games Workshop stores. And 
one of the things Games Workshop was very good at is introducing people to games. Yeah. So what we haven't got at Warlord is, uh, oh, well, I say we haven't, we've just opened the you store. you just opened but, a store, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right, at, at head office, but we haven't got those stores. And in my days, there was 120 Games Workshop stores where you could go in and learn the games. So the idea, this is why we called it an introductory set. The idea of this introductory set is you and your friend can take it home, open it up, set it up on your table and play an introductory game and see how it goes yeah yeah absolutely at, at the level that you would have played uh you know in a in a games workshop building up and building up until until you play a full game i mean the rules we as you will go through the full rules we haven't done anything down at all uh we just served them up in a in easier bite-sized chunks i, I changed one rule at the end which is to do with break tests we've kind of taken that out for assaults yeah. Because it can, you, know, you can end up in an assault for quite a while. I've made it even more brutal where if you've lost, you're dead. There's no test. Yeah, oh, right. Yes, yeah. so there's no break test, no second round of, of uh, assaults, and that's it. Absolutely. And, and Mr. Priestley gave me the, the green light for that, so that's fine. So, uh, But obviously, when you move on to the, to the full rules, you add that in, along with other things like overhead shooting, uh, the rules of 1 and 10, etc., all of those things that you know, make Antares that bit special, but you don't really need to use them to start with. Uh, again, reactions, that kind of thing. So do you have any reactions? No, not really. We we have Ambush because it's on the dice, but we don't do any of the others. Okay. We do allude to them because obviously you can, uh, once you finish the five scenarios, you can go and get, you know, start, the idea is to start on the A5 rulebook. Yep. And that will introduce you to reactions, so you could start adding them in and start playing with them as well. Yeah, it's really interesting. When I introduce Antares to people in the, you know, in the demo game, for example, that I run, I very often I tell people that reactions exist, mm. but I don't use them at all. And the game actually flows really quite well without the reactions. Oh, I agree. Often for as many as six people. They're a nice thing to add, but uh, when you're learning, you don't really need them. And it doesn't, I don't think it takes it away from the game at all. No, I mean, once you get to know the game, reactions become indispensable, but that's a different different <laughs> that's a, but that's a different level so it's actually with three algorin sprues and two concord sprues it's actually a pretty good core of expanding either of those armies as well to be honest strike squads are fantastic at 125 points and the basic ai squads are as you know justin and i actually really quite like the things uh, despite how basic they appear to be Having all the options is great. I agree. I mean, they, they, I think both of them are uh, probably my two of my favourite units in the game. I mean, I love strike squads. I, I think just a, a C3 strike squad on its own can quite very much handle a lot of things, you know, and it's, mm. it's quite interesting to play. If you just have a, a small force full of strike squads, it's still a, a great force to, to use. And then with the AI squad, it gives you all of those options. You know, it's very different to strike squad. You know, you, you add a plasma lance or not or a spotter drone or not, that's it. But if you start with the AI, you can really tailor those squads. To whatever you want, yeah. absolutely. I mean, e even two Micro-X launchers uh, on their own is uh, really quite nasty. They are indeed. They are indeed. That's, re that's really great. And that's coming out, what, January, you said? It is. It, it goes on pre-order uh, the ooh, second, maybe first, second week of December. Yep. So uh, you'll be able to order it then. I'm sure we'll uh, try and ship it out as early as we can. Wonderful. But I think it hits the shops uh, the first first week of January. That is really great. I take it the Algorin Sprues will be ready in the shops in January as well. I think they'll be out a little bit later. I think the game is the first way to get hold of them. It sounds a really good start set, Andy. Thanks ever so much for coming on and telling us about it. But whilst no, you're no, here, sure. whilst you're yeah. here, before you go. Oh, OK, go on. Can you tell us about some future releases? Come on, give us a, a sneak preview of what's coming up over the next few months. 
Of course. Uh, it's, it's really good. We've just had a bit of a, a lull, as we know, in Antares, but that's because uh, Warlord released Bolt Action 2 and uh, Conflict 47. Uh-huh. So there was a lot going on there. But uh, it's just about to get pick, picked up again, really. And uh, I showed a few things the other day in one of my videos yep. on the Facebook group, which was the uh, Azorian X Howitzer and the Broodmother. Yeah. Uh, and the... Uh, Interceptor Command box set, and they're all going to be out before Christmas. Mm-hmm. As well as those, we're going to have some of the Gar Outcast Rebels. So the uh, Quad Mag Repeaters coming, and the Mag Cannon for those, which will be nice to have some specific support weapons for the for the Outcasts. I think. Yeah, I've built my own, but um, nonetheless, I know, it's nice. lovely as well. <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice to um, to actually see that they're coming out too. So uh, that's really great. Yeah, of course, and and you know, also we we know uh, in. They might even be out by the time this goes out. Wonderful. The Azorians are finally getting some uh, heavy weapons or some support weapons, which is what they really need. Yeah. With the Ant-Hack drone is coming out, I think they're going to get the plasma cannon version. Yeah. And the Azorian plasma cannon uh, support team is coming, along with the new boost for both of those, which is quite nice. Yeah, I've seen Noel's adaptations of the plasma cannon into compression cannons, which actually look really good, and it looked fairly simple to do anyway. So even coming yeah. out with the plasma cannon, it's actually really easy to mod it into something that you can change around of however you want to deal with it. Yeah, of course, of course. And it, it's time that we, we had those for the Azorian, I think, which is really cool. I think so too. Yes, my Azorian loves need it. Well, the good... The the good thing is we've obviously had a lot of Gar and C3 uh, releases out over the last year because they were in the box. Mm. But going into next year, uh, January's all about Algren. So, you know, there's going to be uh, the plastics will come out, the Mag Cannon Blister will come out. Uh, we're going to do some weapon sprues as well for the different races. Oh, brilliant. That'll be really good. That'll be really useful. Yeah, so that'll be an Algren weapon sprue that you can use. Uh, February's all about Boromites. Uh-huh. Uh, things like the Overseer Squad, uh, Command Squad will come out. Uh, the Heavy Tractor Malls will last. If you're a Boromite player, I think you know you <laughs> you really need those. The Engineers yeah. will be coming at some point. Uh, uh, so there's there's a lot there too. And then March will be Freeborn because obviously uh, if you came up uh, for the Xylos campaign like you did, Tim. Yeah. In the uh, three uh, three ups of the plastics. Yeah, we saw them. The uh, Damari are looking pretty good. That's right. And they're going to be out, I think, around March time. Any more coming around about March? Yeah, the Skarks. So there'll be a squad of Skarks coming as well. So there's lot, there's lots in there. It's, it's very much a big freeborn month. Mm-hmm. Lots of them is genic rejects as well. They're going to be coming. I've seen them being painted in the studio and they look brilliant. Oh, lovely. So there's, there's lots coming. Uh, and obviously we've got the Den the New Supplement coming uh, July. This really cool. I can't tell you about that. Rick, Rick could kill me, but there's some really, uh, really great squads in there, especially for the Algren. Uh, they, we're going to starting to get some real character into the game, so they're going to have some special special forces as well to deal with Gar. Is that right? Yes. Uh, well, I know there's been lots of talk on the on the board about this, and there's been hints laid down that there that it's to deal with Gar, but yeah, I take it you can't say any more. No, it, yeah, uh, also, also, oh, oh, I'm putting you on the spot here. Sorry, mate. I'm really sorry. No, it's okay. I don't mind. I'd, I'd like to tell you everything. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a squealer, but uh, the planets that, that we're going to be fighting on in the new supplement are really quite inhospitable. Yeah. So it's going to be around that. I mean, obviously, people like the the C three or the Azorians can just send the drones in. Yeah. But uh, obviously, people like the Algorin can't. 
you know, the algorithm can't do that. Uh, so they're going to get something that will help them fight on these type of planets. Exosuits of some kind, by the sounds of... This is me guessing now. Exosuits of some kind, by the sounds of things, then. Yeah, maybe. No, you can't say that. Okay, you can't say that. Okay. Well, that's what I think it is. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it, the, the new stuff from it's pretty cool. Uh, we've been playtesting some of the scenarios for it i'm very excited about it the whole background to the new supplement is pretty cool so i don't want to give that away because that's rick's to spill really yeah it is but uh, it's very exciting great there is something else you mentioned i think you've mentioned on the facebook page that's mm. for anybody who's not seen it that's the beyond the gates of antares intel facebook page in that the this initiative that you've been running you know with these um four groups or, or eight groups actually is come to an end round about march april but you sort of hinted that there was another one going to be launched from then is that right yeah it was a it was an idea that we had as you know the uh the initiative uh to help fund these groups into antares and uh the idea was to have four which is uh rightly so as you said tim but it was we got so inundated with so many applicants we ended up running with eight mm-hmm. and it's been really really good you know uh, there's a there's a, a group set up for the for us all to talk around the initiative while we're building up to it and the guys now have been running uh, for a couple of months and they've painted their forces they're getting their tables together and they have posted some already in the Facebook group but there's loads to come across you know we didn't want to spoil it all so they'll they'll be sharing that with the whole community soon and I think it's been a a fantastic success these guys have uh, really uh, taken the ball by the horns and they're running with Antares so what what I want to do is because as you rightly say it finishes in February I think that will be six months okay I, I think we're going to run another one so if there's anybody out there listening to this who really wants to be involved in this kind of thing then come February March time we're going to start advertising for applicants again so uh, you know, if you want to get involved with that, then, you know, follow what we're doing and just look out for it. OK, so that's February, March time and it will be advertised on the Intel group and I imagine around on the newsletter and everything else. Yes, yes. Something else we probably ought to mention because we've put that up on the board as well. And that's the Gate Builder. Uh, I don't know how you want to call it, Gate Builder Initiative or Group of Players or... I just like Gate Builders, Tim. I think oh, it sounds okay. great. Okay, uh, so... just, a, just as it is. Well, <laughs> All right, then. You know, Let's just talk about the gate builders, then. Builders. You you know, we came up with it between us, but uh, I think you you were rightly so the first one that we picked. You were, you know, you were obviously number one, Tim. Yep. And this idea that uh, we're forging gates, isn't it, into into Antares for, from the areas that you're in. So within groups or shops, et cetera, or stores local to, to where you're based. So for you, it would be... Around Salisbury, that's correct, isn't it? Well, so it was Amesbury, yeah. So it's Salisbury Plain, yeah. going down, then yeah. getting really strong links with Winchester now as well. I'm talking a little yeah. bit with the pool crowd from time to time, um, yeah. though it's probably a little bit too far down the A338 for a quick pop down. Uh, mm. But we've spoken to somebody from Portsmouth. I'm talking to uh, people in Devizes, and we're seeing what, what we can do there. But I think. From my perspective, it's also trying to say to people, look, I'm here. I'm quite happy to show you what the games are. And more more than that, I'm happy to actually go out to clubs and just run a couple of demo games. I've got loads of armies and I can go out there and just put down a really intro game, which will be similar to the rules you've said about this introductory set. Mm. And then we could actually set up a few tables and let people go on 
you know, on their own, on the, all on the same evening. So you can play several games and games in an evening quite quite easily. But, you know, you, we've talked about running localised boot camps, etc. as well, haven't we? We have. And thank you very much for uh, mentioning that to me because I'm trying to arrange one down in Boscombe Down. That's Amesbury mm. near Stonehenge. Uh, round about March time. We're unsure of the actual dates because the centre where we play, that's the Boscombe Down and Amesbury Wargames Club play, is being repainted. But we're looking at a boot camp sometime in March for Antares. And if anybody's interested in that, just do get in touch. That's either me via the Freeborn Shard email. That's freebornshard at gmail.com or through Andy at Antares at warlordgames.com. Mm -hmm. Or if anybody's actually, I suppose the easiest way to say it is anybody's interested in a boot camp or an intro game or anything else is is to send an email to the same addresses as well yeah absolutely i mean we you know this is quite a new thing isn't it tim and going forwards we're going to advertise it better and uh, people will know exactly what's going on really uh and and be aware of it more and the other thing is as well we're starting with you tim but we are going to be looking for for more gate builders that's a relief i don't think i can quite cover scotland <laughs> well scotland would be great and i've got a good guy in mind already oh good but he you know like with all these people you know like like yourself tim you know we need to be convinced it's going to work don't we yes that's the thing so there's no pressure on me then no not at all no no <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look forward to some emails going out perhaps in the warlord um regular emails and the hobby emails yeah. where you can actually say look We've got gate builders who are happily to go around and introduce you to all of these games, all of these factions, I should say. You know, the idea of it, as we don't both know, is is to support the community, isn't it? We want we want to make it easy for people to learn Antares. Yeah, and that's what I like doing, actually. That's why I have got the um, demo game for the shows, and mm -hmm. it seemed to go down quite well. But it's it's a great way to intro people to it. It's a really fun afternoon, really fun game too. We had the interview with Andy Hobday earlier when he told us about Strike on Kara 9, this fantastic new intro set. But he's just come up with another suggestion. Do you want to tell us about it, Andy? Yeah, I think, you know, as we've talked about it, Tim, we should probably give one away, shouldn't we? I think that's a really, really good idea. So, as ever, if you want a copy of this new introductory set with the new rule, micro rule book, the new phased scenarios, the three sprues of Algorin, the two sprues of Concord, the dice, the templates, the pin markers, it's, this just goes on, Andy. If you'd like a copy of this set... <laughs> Send us an email to freebornshard at gmail.com or send us a message to the Freeborn Shards page. And all you have to do is tell me how many points I said the Concord Strike Squad actually was. Andy and I spoke about it. We both said that we loved it. So just send that number in to us at the email addresses we gave. Is that about it, Andy? That's it. That's great. And, uh, you know, I look forward to giving one of those away. Wonderful. Thanks ever so much. You've been listening to The Freeborn Shard, Episode 10, Part 1, with Tim Bancroft and special guest Addy Hobday. The Shard is produced by Tim Bancroft and music is by Big Nick, used with permission.